Hi, I'm Janice Corsano, and this is How to Survive Art School. In this episode... And then when you try to just give 100%, you feel like you're not doing it the way you would do it normally. And you're so... And then if someone gives you something else, then you can't handle anymore. And they're like, we get pissed off. It's like, how do you not know I'm giving you 120% already? Right. How would they know? It's the only thing they've ever seen. So in us giving 100%, so we still have a little bit more. How to Survive Earth School podcast. I'd like everyone to say hello to Kelly. Say hi, Kels. Hello. Um, Kelly and I worked together for quite a while, and it's nice of her to join us and give us some of the stuff that's going on in her life and what she experiences and what are her questions about what's going on in the world and ways that we can um, help her to, to feel better and understand. But she's actually been doing the work for quite a while, so she understands it, uh, and she understands the concepts, and she's doing the practices. So, Kels, tell us some of the things that you notice that's changed in your life from, from what you do. From when I first started before you? Yeah. Before meeting you? Yeah. Um, I have much more control of my life. Um, I don't fully have it, but <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm not sure that that we'll ever have like full like a hundred percent control, but I think that we'll feel more mm-hmm. in control. Yeah, I can, I can ground myself better when I feel out of sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the out of sorts is a theme these days. I don't know. I feel more out of sorts than in sorts. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And like I was saying to Kelly right before we were starting and we were talking about um, how the energy has been so extreme and ever since we've had these um, eclipses happen, it's upped itself again and it feels like somebody like stuck an alternate reality on top of ours, which was already crazy enough to Mm -hmm. begin with. So in your experience, what are you experiencing with this for you? Like what's what how's it shown up in your life? Um, Lately, the energy feels very angry. I haven't gotten that in the past. It's more the lack, but just currently this past couple of weeks, it's a lot of people are snapping or very sensitive in an angry way. Yeah, I think the anger level has been very high, and I think it's because everyone's stuff is so big in their face, and they're tired of it. Don't you like they're getting tired of repeating the same old? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting tired of it too. Yeah, so no, we I all understand. are. I think we're <laughs> all are. It feels like um, it's a bad dream and you know mm-hmm. Groundhog Day. It's like. You saw Groundhog Day, right? Did you ever see Groundhog Day? No, I've never oh, seen it. You gotta see Groundhog <laughs> Day. It's it's a great movie and it basically, you know, it's um who's the who's the actor in Groundhog Day? Oh god, I could see his face and no and it's the girl Holly worked with. Okay. The um Well anyway, anyone who most people know who's in Groundhog Day. And um, when I remember, when I remember, when I get my memory back, because <laughs> apparently that's part of the ascension thing. You forget everything, um, which has got its positives in there, because hopefully it'll help us forget the way we used to do things and start to do things in a different way that would be more helpful for us. You know, those get rid of some of those old programs. But um, anyway, Groundhog Day is about somebody waking up and it's the same day over and over <laughs> until they actually learn all their lessons and become a better person and then they wake up and they're in okay. the next day. Feels like Groundhog Day. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like Groundhog Day. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. Like mm-hmm. I always thought Groundhog Day was a great um, opportunity for people. Like, no, watch that movie because it's about what we do. 
you know, it's about what we do work-wise. It's a very interesting movie to watch because you're like, wow. And he tries to kill himself every way under the sun. <laughs> and he wakes up the next day to a Sonny and Cher song. Every like morning at six o'clock, the alarm goes off and he's in the bed no matter what he does. Okay. <laughs> does he still... like the song or he hates it? Um, he just hears it and okay. it's irritating him because he's back there. Like he's like, can I just get out? Mm-hmm. Can I just get out? And that's what it feels like. Everyone's feeling. It's like, can I just get out of this? Right. I'm so sick and tired of it. You have to watch it. You'll you'll understand it when I when I say like, all right. He's done everything that he could to himself to get himself out, but he can't get out. Right. And then he starts doing the work. And what he starts doing is starting to be kinder and nicer. He's very he's very egotistical, self centered. He's a news reporter, okay. and he's he's actually you know doing a story on Groundhog on the Groundhog on Groundhog Day, and he's um he's pissed because he's got to do this like minuscule you know story up with these you know so his um very big ego, mm-hmm. which is one of the things we're trying to get rid of too. So watching it and seeing that that this you know person and all their stuff is up in their face and now he keeps waking up and it's the same day and then he starts to talk to people and he starts to try to convince them that it's actually the same day and they're like what well that's interesting because that's kind of like how many times do we go through the same thing over and over again before we learn and before we change the way we do it so for him to have it and knowing it's the same day right that's a cool way to yeah, a cool way for Change him to it. actually, and him, he was trying to get out from his old way, and from it was like his old way of doing things, mm-hmm. so he kept being mean to people, or he'd do whatever he did before, and then he'd get really angry, like in that angry, frustrated, like, no matter what I do, I can't get out, and getting pissed off, and then yelling at people, and, you know, throwing coffee, and, you know, like, all right. kinds of tantrums, <laughs> and all kinds of shits, like, ah, screw it, I don't and then after a while of waking up every single day and he's realizing that that's not the way out and that he starts actually doing nice things and he starts being kinder. And then he starts going to take piano lessons and he starts doing like things that, that he always wanted to do that were creative. And, and then he starts like seeing like, okay, these are the things that are going to happen. And then he tries to avoid, the, you know, avoid people from getting hurt or, you know, something. And there's some things that are just going to happen on that day that no matter what he does, that he can't save them. And he has to come to terms with that that's, you know, part of it. But what's amazing is that in the end, as he becomes him, his true spirit self, like the the loving, kind, caring person, that's when he wakes up and it's the next day. Mm -hmm. And but he has to learn his lessons first. So it feels like the same thing. I mean, it is like you watch him do some things and he Mm -hmm. jumps off of buildings in front of trucks. (laughs) (laughs) He does like and then you just see him wake up the next day and he's like. Oh, God. <laughs> so it sounds like he can't go forward until he learns. Right. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same that thing. So sense. so that's why I love the movie so much mm-hmm. because it, it's a you know representation, you know, of what we're doing and why everyone's so freaking angry and frustrated. Mm-hmm. And the idea that that feeling of what is in our face every day, like you're saying you're feeling the anger and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, are you angry or are you feeling it from other people? Because, you know, we, you are now good enough at this to know the difference between what yours and someone else's. I could feel myself getting a little angry, but I I have control of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, with all the stuff I practice, meditating and grounding and centering, that definitely helps. But if I didn't have those tools, I'd probably be angry and snappy and a little little bitch (laughs) oh yeah big big bitch a big one (laughs) and be a little bitch i'd be a big bitch (laughs) yeah no we don't screw around we go right for the throat (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. But that's but that's true though. Like the the thing is that you could pick it up from other people, and if people start snapping at you, we tend to react instead of stopping and like, wait, why are what's going on, and why is that making why is that bothering me? Right. Which is the thing that you do now. Like you stop. You like you don't take them personal mm-hmm. for the most part. You're learning very much to not. So how's it affecting you? Like if we go like, how's it affecting you? Because you're getting good at not taking it on. Mm -hmm. You're getting good at not taking it personal. You're getting even good at looking at it to see like, okay, why is it even bothering me if people are doing this? Um, But what's it actually do? Like what's the pattern that's coming up that you're actually seeing a lot of that's, that's your lesson? That's your thing. I guess it's something with, going back in the situation and and kind of playing it out in my head again before I react like I was at work the other day and someone kind of got very snappy with me and I took a step back and instead of reacting I just I took it and instead of getting upset or angry I was like wait let me think of why I did this and how they reacted Mm mm-hmm and what it meant to me to do that. So instead of taking their reaction of anger as I did something wrong, yeah. I reread the situation and said, no, I did the right thing. So I feel good with this instead of getting upset or angry or feeling guilty. Or that you had to defend it. Exactly. Because, you know, whatever the situation is, it doesn't mean we have to defend and we tend to go defend. Like, no, mm-hmm. I did this, this, and this, and this, I did it right. And Right so that no one's to blame Mm -hmm. instead of it being like it's not a blame thing to begin with right and even if i did do something wrong which i didn't it's still a learning lesson so you can't be perfect so thank god (laughs) if we're all perfect then we wouldn't need to be here we'd be done right and there's no such thing like we are perfection in what we're doing like Mm -hmm. you know the idea that we're not perfect in every single situation that we're in to actually help us learn and grow is kind of a one of those things where it's like no it's perfect to help you do what you're trying to do mm-hmm. you know so the situation that came up was perfect for the situation for you to right. s- stop and to do something and everyone has the opportunity at every time so it's like you know are we perfect in it's more like it's the situation that we're in is perfect for us mm-hmm. you know we're not perfect we're all growing and changing that's the idea and perfect to me our spirit is perfect you know but we're here to learn and grow mm-hmm. and to to grow to a higher level of self-love and self-awareness and to be able to, you know, unconditionally love. Okay, we're kind of really far from that. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> we, most of us are trying. <laughs> okay, trying. a few of us are trying. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's definitely, it can be, it can be hard some days to, you know, definitely, you know, sending out the love and getting none back. <laughs> be a little hard. But that's actually the thing. It's like you're being more loving. You're being more patient. You're being more caring. And that's true. It's hard to give compassion if you're not receiving it. Someone has to start and give it. Right. So we have to be the ones that give it regardless of and understand the situation and understand where the person's coming from. Because when you know more about like what they're feeling and why they're feeling it, it's not personal to you. Right. It's only when you're like, no, I did this, or I feel like they're making, you know, they're trying to blame me for it, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have to take the fall for it, and then you go down all of your path, you know, that little mm-hmm. rabbit hole that we have, right? and then you go down, and the next thing you know, you're having a whole big argument over something that was, you could have just stopped and looked at it and went, what is this, mm-hmm. what does this help me to see? So what did it help you to see when you did it the other day? Well, at first I wanted to cry for a second, and I was like, 
that's not me. <laughs> yeah, she's not a crier. Although she's getting better at it. I'm getting better. I'm learning <laughs> to uh, express emotion. Yeah, she's getting better at expression. <laughs> so at first, I, I felt that feeling. And I mean, the situation was no reason to cry over and the person. And so now I'm referring back to it now. I'm like, well, maybe someone in their life feels that way. Mm-hmm. So I was picking up that energy. Interesting. Which could be well, there's it. so much emotion. Right. Um, so... And frustration can make us feel that way because people are so frustrated that that's an emotion. Like when I get really frustrated, Mm -hmm. it makes me cry. Right. You know, it's not only sadness. Frustration Mm -hmm. will, you know, make you cry too. Exactly. So what else did you get to? Um, It was also a learning process to just be honest. Like someone told me to do this. I did it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel right doing it. I th- I wanted to do it a different way, mm-hmm. and someone of higher authority, mm-hmm. in quotation marks, um, told me to do it. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go ahead and do it their way and see how it works. And I had that little gut inside of me saying, no, don't do it that way. But I did it, and then afterwards, it just totally proved my belief that I, well, not my belief, it just totally proved to me that I need to go with my first intuition and feeling so i went to the person who i should have originally went to and i said listen this is how i should have handled it i'm sorry and that released my guilt which i shouldn't have even felt guilty but yeah that made me feel better about it what was the guilt over um it almost felt like i was tattling on someone oh okay so and i really liked the person so I went to the person and told them the situation and why I didn't want to get them in trouble. Right. Because um, they actually weren't even doing anything wrong. It's just the other person's perspective looked like something wasn't getting done. Mm-hmm. So now I know to go to the actual person first who's in charge of the procedure mm-hmm. um, rather than jumping to conclusions that it wasn't getting done. So. Oh, good. Okay. So did was everyone okay because of the way that you handled it? Yes. Did everyone seem to... Because if you handled it differently, we could have had everyone fighting or angry or... Right. And I mean, the situation stemmed from the anger of... Feeling something wasn't getting done. Feeling like something wasn't getting done. And really, I mean, it wasn't urgent. Mm -hmm. It was just the energy of that day altogether was insane. So it almost felt like the energy of that day was... Why is no one doing anything like like I'm I'm working all day busting my ass and other people are just sitting there doing nothing. So that kind of felt like the theme of the day. Yeah, so. we've had a lot of themes like that because mm-hmm. it does feel like we're killing ourselves and nothing's getting done. And even for us, so we'll tend to look at everybody else. But mm-hmm. even for us, it's harder to get stuff done. Right. It's not it, the five minute thing is not necessarily mm-hmm. five minutes anymore. And it's not like you're not working hard. It's just not actually fitting into the spots the same way that it did some days it does it's almost like this energy of i'm working harder than that person i don't know where that competition comes in well the idea that that's the thing that we feel a lot you know like i'm giving 120 percent and people give you know way less than me and why doesn't anyone notice Mm -hmm. you know where you i think you and i've talked about this where you know we should give a hundred percent of ourselves, like when we're doing something we have but when we give 120, meaning like we go so far above and beyond, no one knows that it's 120 mm-hmm. and we're at such our peak, our max. And then when you try to just give 100 percent, 
you feel like you're not doing it the way you would do it normally. And you're so, and then if someone gives you something else, then you can't handle anymore. And they're like, we get pissed off. It's like, how do you not know I'm giving you 120% already? Right. How would they know? It's the only thing they've ever seen. So in us giving 100% so we still have a little bit more room mm -hmm. would be great if we just give 100%. And 100% is giving all. But that 120 is where you, you know, like work so hard that if somebody gives you one more thing, you're going to, you know, it's going to like send you over the edge. Right. Instead of it being like, all right, if someone gave you one more thing, if you're doing your hundred and you still have that 20, you know, then you mm -hmm. would be okay. You'd be like, okay, I could, I could handle it because we want to do our best. You know, a lot of times we're like worried about, um, how people see us, what we look like to them, you know, what people mm -hmm. think of us to the degree that, um, we'll be trying to be perfectionists at what we do. And there's nothing wrong with trying to be good at what you do. It's that when you work so hard to a degree that you're killing yourself above and beyond and think that people are going to recognize that when they would just think it was normal. But it's also hard because with this whole higher vibration shifting towards it, 100% last week, mm -hmm. if I did the same that I put in last week, it's 110% this week. And then next week it'll be 120%. So it's, it's almost like the time is lessening and lessening. Well, yeah, it's not it's not in percent meaning time-wise right. because because we have so much less time. Because it would look like then we're getting way less done because we have less time to do it in. You actually are getting less done because you can't do it all. There's not enough time. Right. So we think so, that we have to get as much done as we did last week. Yeah, and you're it's not going to happen. And there's there's going to be days when when you're going to try to get all these things done that you would normally and you can't even get a quarter of them done. And that's what's happening a lot. It's mm -hmm. like I try to go do something. I'm like, that used to take me five minutes, and now I, it's an hour. And to be okay with that. And to be okay with it. And once you realize it, then you start to be okay with it. It's not that we don't get, try it again tomorrow, because sometimes, you know, I could do that in five minutes. But for the most part, it's not a five-minute thing. Mm -hmm. So what's going on with, um, because there's, you know, the energy of, you know, frustration, and there's this big energy of lack that's going on, um, which you and I, I think we talked about it before too about the the energy of lack with money and stuff is you know lack is in general like meaning lack of love mm -hmm. you know lack of like scarcity of whatever it is that you know we're talking about so but money is a big one like people have a lot of money fears so what would you say is coming up for you in the the money fear department oh no i'm not going to be able to pay this that's so, a big one so if you're not going to be able to pay it, why not? Because I'm not making enough. So it's never enough. Never enough. It's kind of funny how that actually is a thing. Like we don't ever think that we ever make enough. And it always feels like whenever I make more money as an income, suddenly there's more bills. Yeah, it does kind of work that way. It's like, so I would have, wow, I got a $100 raise. I got a $50 raise. So that would give me $200 more a month. Mm -hmm. So I could pay this or I could do this or I could save it. No. No. I get $200 more worth of bills or I get $250 more worth of bills. Mm -hmm. So we're matching. We're actually matching, you know, like that idea that there's never enough and no matter what, how much you make. And that's a, that's a, actually a money belief. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, what, what belief is it? So in figuring it out, what did you come up with? Like when you think about just, you know, because um, Christine and I were doing this on the last podcast. We were mm -hmm. talking about money and, and, you know, I was having Christine do the exercise where she closed her eyes. And I don't know if you heard it yet, but if you hear it, 
where she closed her eyes and she put the money like and just kind of took some breaths and relaxed and and put money in front of her and you know being able to see it's like okay her trying to get to the money what was it that was getting in the way so that she could start to see what the the beliefs are you know like what what it is because there is a thing that no matter and and you'll see it because the pattern is really funny it's like okay wait i just made 50 more dollars a week or i just made 100 more dollars a week and i got a bill for 200 dollars more a week what the hell is that about right and that whole thing when it goes back and forth and you mm -hmm. start to look at it and you're like how's that possible did did what am i doing and you know the work well enough to know mm -hmm. that okay that's a program right. like that's a big money belief. And so. I did the exercise last week. Yeah. What'd you and get? And mine, I just envisioned people like as I'm holding, I, I got the money, I reached for it, I'm walking back with it. And people are just taking their arms and trying to grab it. <laughs> and I don't think it's people around me, like friends or family. It's, it feels more like, like people all I'm the paying the bills, bills to. Yeah. All the bills that Maybe you're paying to. Maybe my loans, my credit card, mm -hmm. my car. So what did you think the belief was? Because it's the idea that, that more money, right, that we'll never have enough is actually a belief. Mm -hmm. You know, that so that belief that no matter what you do, you never have enough is what the belief is. Right. You know, and then as you're going and you're watching all these people, which are your bills and, you know, like all the corporate, you know, bills that we have, like the credit cards and the electric bill and, you know, the ones that come every month. I was I was teasing someone <laughs> the other day and I said, I swear I just paid this bill. Right. <laughs> And I here know. it is again. <laughs> I missed a, a loan payment because I swore I paid it last month. Uh -huh. And they sent me an email. They're like, you didn't pay. And I was like, I've never, never. ever missed a payment. Yeah, that's the forgetting like, thing. Okay, where am I going to get that money from? <laughs> and that's the forgetting thing, too, which is mm -hmm. like I was doing that the other day with something. I'm like, where the hell is this thing? It was right here. There's three things that I can't find. I don't know. Probably in the alternate universe with <laughs> where I think that some somebody stuck an alternate universe on top of us and we're in some like little uh, lower vibration hell of mm -hmm. crazy. And I'm like, yeah, something's off. Something feels totally different around here now. Um, but that being the case, I'm like, did they take my things in the other universe or can they just bring them back? Because at some point I need them to show up. But one of them was a bill I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, where is this thing? It was like right here. Now, the things that I was laughing at and the things that I was saying, like, I just paid this was like the cable bill and like the phone bill and stuff like that. I'm like, I could swear I just paid this last month. Mm -hmm. Why do they keep sending me this thing? Mm -hmm. And the months <laughs> are going by so fast. It's like, I just paid this bill. I know. <laughs> That's what I thought. But it was the thing that I was saying about it was, could they stop sending me? I already paid it. So why do they keep sending me it every month? <laughs> 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 I think they need to stop sending me the same fucking bill mm -hmm. every month. But no, they just keep sending it. So I was laughing about it. I was like, don't they know I paid this already? I'm calling them. I'm going to tell them I paid it last month. <laughs> I don't think they'll get it. But the point being that, that what is it? Because no matter what, that with that belief, no matter how much money you ever made, mm -hmm. that you would always not make enough. And that's what's so interesting about having you know, like the beliefs about money. That you'll see people make you know six-figure, seven-figure income, and that has nothing to do with what happens at the end of the day with their money. Mm -hmm. They will have spent $1 more or $10 more or $50 more of whatever that income is. Right. So that belief in, in working on changing it, it's like, you know, where did you get that? Where, where did you learn that, that you could never have enough? That you can't save it, that you don't have enough? It feels like everywhere. It feels like I can't pinpoint it on one thing. 
Okay, so just I mean, think up. about it. Just think about it for a second. Because it's, you know, when we're talking about like our zero to seven, and that's where we get our imprinting phase, mm-hmm. um, where we get, you know, pretty much all these beliefs pretty much in there very strongly would be that. And then we model them from, you know, um, seven to 15. And then 59, we just go prove them. So if we said like, okay, the idea that, that money is hard and that we'd never have enough, what do you remember experiencing or, you know, because we don't necessarily, when we're kids, know anything about money as mm-hmm. far as it, it, in the tangible, like how you go out and make it. You just see dad going to work or mom going right. to work. And, and then it's like, okay, then we can have things or not. You know, you hear him talk about money. Mm-hmm. Well, I also have the, it's hard to make money mm-hmm. tied in with, it's never enough. So not only do you have to work really hard to make money, it's never enough. That's a big pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big pain in the ass. So what are the things, because when you say that, does that make sense to you? And what starts to happen is that, you know, we believe them. So, of course, they made sense, of course. And then you could prove it. You know, like, it's like you, you can look all over and see that's how you can make that true, right? Mm-hmm. Be like, in your own life. And then in the people that you know's lives, right? Because yeah. that's how it becomes the illusion is so good, right? And then I said, all right, Cal, so where is the proof of the opposite for that? Because there's also it all over the place. I couldn't even tell you. All right. Well, you're going to have to start looking. You're going to have to start (laughs) looking because the idea that that we could only see like one tenth of one percent and there's so much information that we're getting hit with that we couldn't take in. But it's coming into us. But we could only see through what we believe. So you would see way more of the proof. So if we go like, all right, how much proof are you getting? Because that's kind of the point. When it gets to be too much proof, we need to actually really question. It's like, wow, this shit's showing up just everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, we're in our department. We actually are like, okay, hold on. That's just way too much. Yeah, that's where we get even more aware. It's like, wow, let me just pay attention to this. Apparently, no matter what I do, there's never enough. Mm -hmm. I got a raise. I got a better job. I'm doing more things. I'm doing this. I have this. And now I still don't have enough. I have more bills. Okay, that's a red flag. And the idea, because that's how we start to see like the the programs, you know, as you're living them. You know, that's why we look at the patterns. It's like, Mm -hmm. what's the pattern? And then we try to figure out, you know, like, okay, what's the belief? And and as you think about it, the idea that 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 would be something that, you know, most of our parents went through, that there was never enough. And that, that feeling that there isn't. And that it's hard, you know, that you had to work so hard. And it's not that, that, uh, and it's also necessarily something that you enjoy doing. You know, like work is hard and partly because it's not stuff that we actually love. Right. You know, it's not like you can go out and be like an artist. And if you really love being an artist, and that would pay you any money. Hence the starving artist thing. (laughs) You know, know, otherwise we'd have way less starving artists as (laughs) as a thing. But that's one of those, those like really strong beliefs. Like if you do something that you love, then you don't get paid for it. You know, very few people get to do stuff that they love and get paid for it. How lucky are they? Instead, that would be a normal thing that we would do what we love. And next week's episode. So how did you create that? Because when you start thinking about like if we say like, all right, if you're creating everything and you're you know going to take responsibility for understanding, it's like, all right, so how did you actually do the other one? Because you did it somehow. Right. So it helps you to see like, okay, if I'm the creator, then I must have created that in my program that had to be the thing that showed up. 
So how do you start to how do you start to see it? So that because the awareness you know is ninety percent of of all this. So you can see like the proof of the opposite. 